Welcome to Lead Time Chats, where you can listen in on unscripted conversations between engineering leaders and other influential folks in tech. I'm Jean, and I'll be your host. Lead Time Chats is brought to you by Range. Range helps hybrid teams check in asynchronously about what matters most. Know what's happening through status updates that pull from tools like GitHub and Jira without scheduling yet another meeting. Checking in with Range creates more focused time for heads down work, all while feeling a deeper sense of connection and belonging with your team. To learn more about Range, you can check it out at range.co. Hi, Dreddy. Thanks for joining Hi. me for Lead Time Chats. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So you are a principal engineer and you've spent mm -hmm. your career working your way up and congrats, mm -hmm. by the way, on your new role at Zipper. Thank you. They are very lucky to have you, which I'm sure you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel I feel lucky to have them. It's been it's been a dream. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now you're at a point, and we talked about this earlier, where you're really passionate about supporting and coaching mm -hmm. junior mm -hmm. level and mid-level engineers. Mm -hmm. Can you just talk a little bit about like what's what's behind that desire for you? Yeah, I think it's twofold. One, the promotion to principal didn't happen that long ago. So I think it's very fresh in my mind what I had to do to get here. And I also think I come from a, uh, a more community oriented culture where it's not success if I don't bring people with me. Mm. So otherwise, you know, if I'm just the only person in the room that looks like me, then I'm just evidence of structural exclusion. It's not like things are actually getting better. And so mm -hmm. for me, it's sort of like my job as a senior engineer is to make more senior engineers. That's the name of the game. And I don't know, I feel like I've experienced a lot of gatekeeping and I want to be the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of emotions and just sort of a lot of observations, mm -hmm. right? And as you know, like the tech sector is highly segregated. So mm -hmm. both by, you know, race, gender identity, um, yeah. all this stuff. And so it just feels like if we want it to be at all better or different or reflect the actual populace, this is the kind of work that has to happen. Yeah. And I, I hope that's, I hope that we work in a tech industry where a lot mm -hmm. more senior staff, principal engineers do look like us. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. So what is that? Like you've, you've worked with a lot of junior and mid-level engineers. Mm -hmm. What do you think they most need that they're not getting right now? I mean, I honestly think just somebody to level with them. You know what I mean? I think I've touched a lot of hot stoves in my career because nobody warned me it was a hot stove. Mm -hmm. And, you know, ways to preserve one's energy, ways of being a little bit more strategic. Mm -hmm. People, no one's going to tell you don't do that thing. They'll just like let you <laughs> go for it, you know? And sometimes you can pull it off. It's great if you're doing some sort of project or there's some initiative you care about. But I honestly do feel like it's just no one is telling you the parameters. And yeah. I think a lot of people sort of, I know I did, I stumbled around in the dark trying to figure mm -hmm. out what I was interested in, what kinds of things I cared about. So I think just someone to be like, actually don't do that. Like that's a bad move. And sometimes it's like, it's your team specific. Like you could be in an engineering culture where the reason something isn't fixed is on purpose, right? Cause you can't mm. get the support for something. And maybe it's not worth dying on that particular hill. Mm -hmm. So someone to, to kind of look out for you and mm -hmm. kind of like the straight talk and not just like, oh, you're mm -hmm. doing fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think that can be pretty harmful. And I think certain people do get that. 
You know, mm -hmm. I remember early in my career, I was looking for technical mentorship and mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I observed somebody a couple of years younger than me. People are falling all over themselves to help him. Whereas I'm asking mm -hmm. for help specifically, I couldn't get it. I finally had to go to the CTO to be like, hey, can like, I would like some mentorship, please. Like, I know there's ways in which I could level up and be better. And he assigned me to the only other non-white person in engineering at the time. Mm. And that didn't end up working out because the relationship wasn't based in anything. You know, I think yeah. people mentor people who remind them of themselves. Mm -hmm. Well, so. what do you think about like, so I think one phenomenon that I found is like, people really are eager to mentor women and people of mm -hmm. color and like, mm -hmm. but sometimes they're not the best mentors for them mm -hmm. because they, mm -hmm. they come at it with the, the, their own intrinsic motivation is like, they mm -hmm. want to feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. right? like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Or the advice they give, I can't take, like, right. I can't take a lot of the advice that some of the well-meaning white men in my life give me. Like, mm -hmm. oh, just do it. I'm like, oh, I can't just do it. Like, I'm <laughs> You know, I have to, I have to sort of right. pave. I'm going to be questioned. I'm going to be like, right. All of this stuff. So yeah. it's all, it's, I think any of the success I've had have all been because of relational aspects in my working life. You mm -hmm. know, I've paved the way by making friends with certain people across organization. And then that's the way that I can kind of get things done. Just mm -hmm. going off, doing things, you know, oh, I did this thing and I shipped it. Woo. That's not something I can do. Right. Right. So what do you, I mean, what do you see as like the ideal path of like, you know, say a junior, a mid-level mm -hmm. um, engineer, like, is it, do you feel like the manager, is it an external party? Is it the manager? Is it the company and processes? Like, what does that it's, all look like? It's tough. I mean, you don't have to get mentorship inside of your company. That's for sure. If you have like a particular career goal inside of your company, that makes sense. And to your earlier point, I do think that women, people of color, gender minorities are over mentored and under sponsored so they're not necessarily mm -hmm. given here's a stretch project that i believe you can do right yeah. i think there is some like project allocation stuff that can be tricky i think project allocation can be a vector of like a bias vector because sometimes it's like the loudest person raising their hand that gets the most interesting project so there's that piece but i definitely think there could be more coaching from managers um, or if a manager doesn't have the bandwidth, like a company can be like, we don't have the bandwidth to actually coach you and we're sorry, but here's, you can use your professional development to find yourself a coach mm. to help you, right? Because sometimes the manager being your coach can be tricky depending on like how political your engineering organization is. I had a friend once tell me that I should consider my manager like a sports agent, that they get 10% mm. of like the cut, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, like they're trying to help you and that's their job and everything, but like if you do really well, then it reflects well on them. So they kind mm -hmm. of get like 10% of the shine. And I was like, oh, that's a really good point. Oh, well, that could be a good selling point for them to invest mm -hmm. in in external mm -hmm. coaching if that's what's best for you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think it also, uh, especially in sort of like the high growth startup space or in the in the general startup scene, everyone's just moving super fast. And so sometimes there's not a thought towards investment. Mm -hmm. And especially for junior and mid-level engineers, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. managers, yeah, like leaders, execs. And this, I saw a lot of this when I was doing coaching, like mm -hmm. kind of the mid-level and below, like mm -hmm. didn't get a lot, right? Like, especially, mm -hmm. I don't know, I talked to one company who they're like, yeah, it would be great if you could coach, you know, our one out of, 12 engineering manager who's who's a woman the only like the only woman i was like 
okay. And then I was like down for it. I was like, yeah, I want to support her. And they came back and were like, we don't have budget for coaching because we spent all of our diversity budget on sending people to Grace Hopper. Right. I'm like, that is a totally different, <laughs> that's a totally different, like, why is this coming out of a diversity budget just because she's a woman, right? Like, yeah, maybe, that's, I mean, maybe everything about that story <laughs> baffled. <laughs> make it make sense. Yeah, that's wild. But then that also reveals the thinking around this kind of stuff, too. Yeah. And I think everyone is so eager to hire senior people because they won't need support. And it's not to say that senior people don't need support, but where do senior people come from? They don't just yeah. come out of the womb, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And some people who are really ambitious will will take on that training for themselves. You know, when I was coming up and, and felt kind of more insecure in my technology skills, I spent a lot of evenings at meetups, studying, you know, things, reading blog posts, going to conferences, and sort of trying to get that information that I couldn't get at work for myself. But not everybody mm-hmm. is like that, nor should everybody be expected to be like that. That's not something yeah. that should rest on my shoulders, but because I wasn't where I wanted to be, I felt that it was the work I had to right. do. Yeah, I particularly like to mentor and, and manage junior, like new grad high new mm-hmm. grad hires. Cause like they're just so they're so eager, they're like yeah. pretty malleable. <laughs> yeah. And there's just some basic things around like how do you be an employee, right? Like we did this, we like analyzed people's PTO and we're like, they're not taking PTO because mm. they always have their breaks built into their school schedules, right? Mm-hmm. So we had to go and be like, hey, like you should take PTO and like plan a break and like like, go somewhere or have a staycation. I was like, no, like you just kind of get them on the right trajectory. And it's like, you catch them early, but yeah. yeah. I had a mentee tell me, ask me, how do I leave a job? And I was like, oh, right, you haven't done this before. You know, (laughs) just some of these basic things. And that's fine. And I also think one of the things that's nice about people who are coming up in their career, like you said, they are eager, they are hungry. And it kind of reminds me of what I liked Mm -hmm. about the sector. Cause I was that way once before the jaded stuff set in, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know? And it it does kind of remind me like, oh, right. Like people do want to be here. And this is an mm-hmm. interesting and dynamic industry and seeing it through sort of the eyes of a newcomer can kind mm-hmm. of reignite that love and interest. And so that's also what I get out of it in a lot of ways too, mm-hmm. more than just sort of being who I needed when I was younger. Right. If you think back to when you were a junior, a mid-level engineer, mm-hmm. is there anything that someone, like anything meaningful that someone did for you or said to you or supported you? I mean, the thing that comes to mind is actually when I got the bump to staff, Mark Headland, I was interviewing at MailChimp and I was like, oh, I need to find a new role, whatever. And he'd been, as you know, as a manager, recruitment is a long game. So he's been <laughs> trying to, he'd been trying to recruit me for years at that point. And I was like, no, no, I'm going to stay here and figure it out, which is very much my vibe. I'm like, let me stay here until I can't in a particular role. I don't like, I don't like interviewing. And he, one of the things he did was, I was like, okay, like I'm a senior engineer now, like, you know, which senior in the tech sector is the mid-level title. And Mm -hmm. it makes me, that's the mid-level title. Staff is the actual senior title, or at least one of (laughs) the- Well, cause you you gotta give some, some, you gotta give people something to work towards when they're Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. software engineer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, senior title. I'm like, that's not, you're just mid-level. So I was a senior engineer at the time and I was like, okay, like I'm, you know, I'd like to apply, whatever. And he was like, great, I'm gonna put you in the staff. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, you, you're there. Mm -hmm. You've been doing the work and I can see it. And so it was like the first time where I felt 
not gaslit that I had yeah. expertise that I did know what I was doing because to yeah. date no one had said you have you're really good at x as a, right. a manager or someone um, who has been around the block you know so it was really affirming yeah and and like a lot of people actually have the opposite experience where it's like mm -hmm. you've been at this level like let's bring you in at this level and you can work your way into yes. this role right which is, which is such a trap it's such a trap it steals time from people time is not a renewable resource and yeah. then a lot of times people don't make that next leap and have to go and right. make a lateral move into a company to just to be leveled to where they should have been coming in right i had a friend then you're going through the leveling like checking off all mm -hmm. the boxes rather than oh this person just came in interviewing for this level and like yeah. people are like sounds good you know yeah it's so much different level setting and i think one of the things i experienced in my career was promos became highly charged and highly political and i worked in a place where managers wouldn't put you up for promo unless it was a slam dunk like they didn't want to expend mm. any of their social capital for things they might need later by just putting up anybody so only when mm. it was like beyond obvious to other people would they put some i mean the only person I knew that didn't do that at that particular company was like a woman person of color who was like nah I'll, whatever i'll put you up i don't care we'll keep going until you get it which is great mm -hmm. and because of that she had such a like a loyal throng of engineers who reported to her and people would fight to stay in her reporting chain Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, and people didn't get it. And I was like, I get it. That's someone who believes in you. Why wouldn't you go to the ends of the earth for this person? If, if uh, I would work for this person again, I reported her for a little while. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it sounds like Mark Headland really sponsored you and, and, and whatever social capital like that, that comes from a different bucket of social capital mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. you're putting you up for, for promotion. For promo. and yeah. And it's, it's, a, yeah, and to him, he was like, oh, that was really small. I just made sure that they yeah. were going to do the right thing. And I was like, oh, okay. But then later I found out he pre-negotiated my offer. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. Mark Headland, man Mark of the Hedlund, people. You know? What a guy. <laughs> one of the, the all-time greats. So I have, a, I have a lot of respect and admiration for Mark. Yeah. Well, what about, so there are like individuals. Have you seen any company processes or things that are like not, you know, the goodwill of one person that you feel like would really benefit junior and mid-level inch? No, everything I'm seeing to date has been grass, grassroots stuff by ICs or one or two people who are like, I'm empowered enough to do X thing. It's never mm -hmm. been like, oh, we're a company doing this. And to be fair, I have not worked at every place under the sun. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are places that do have these kinds of programs, but generally, no, it's always been like a group of concerted, a concerted effort by individuals or individual contributors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems like a huge area that's like, I mean, there are a lot of junior and mid-level engineers and they're mm -hmm. doing a lot of the the work, the right? work. They're doing, mm -hmm. <laughs> they're doing mm -hmm. a lot of the work. And so it's a really high impact. Like if you can find yeah. some way to support them, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I was working at a place and a person had come in as a staff engineer and like wanted to talk to me at the time I was senior. And I was like, sure, you can talk to me. Like I'm just, you know, I'm just a puppy on the internet, but sure. And <laughs> one of the things she said, she was like, oh, the senior engineers here hold up the sky. Like, yeah you know we're they're doing that work because they're hoping to get noticed and hoping to make it to that next level and then once mm -hmm. you get to staff which has been i've been i've heard it as a career sustaining level people are mm -hmm. not as hungry or putting in that kind of work um, it. so it's definitely yeah. it's definitely disheartening because i think 
those are the people that if you just give a little attention to can really mm-hmm. thrive. And it just seems so short-sighted to me, but I also, we're in an industry that isn't necessarily thinking about the long-term. And yeah. it's really hard to tie, oh, I mentored this engineer to say business uh, goals, impact, whatever, right? Especially since mentorship is often, right? It's not ma- management. Like I, I was mm-hmm. managing this person and they did mm-hmm. this. Mentorship is often this like, you know, dotted line, like, mm-hmm. oh, we meet every once in a while. Or like, mm-hmm. I, I had an eye out for this person and the mm-hmm. opportunity that might be good. And it's hard to like mm-hmm. really quantify that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, which is, I think so many things that aren't like easily quantifiable, I think, in this mm-hmm. particular sector, just get sort of thrown out. Yeah. You know? So what about, a, yeah, if you had, like, for engineering managers who do have junior and mid-level folks on their team, mm-hmm. which most do, and they want to better support and coach mm-hmm. and advocate for these folks, like, mm-hmm. what advice would you give them? Just remember that they don't know. <laughs> you know, they don't, you know, I've, I've reported to people who have a ton of time under their belt. And I think it's really easy to forget what it was like to be in that position, what yeah. it was like when you were first coming up. And if I think a lot of times people don't know, it's like having spinach in your teeth and no one telling you, you know, mm-hmm. and so yes, maybe it'll come across as condescending, but sometimes people just need to be like, hey, do you know to do X thing? You know, mm-hmm. I don't think people are like, being people are not purposely doing badly yeah. you know so everyone's trying their best in their own everyone's way. trying their best and if they need to be redirected you've got to figure out some way to do that and i think people are always mm-hmm. like well i told them i'm like did you tell them in a way that they could hear you mm-hmm. communication doesn't happen how i speak it's how this person hears so mm-hmm. yeah or even yeah. like if you see someone do something their behavior is weird mm-hmm. or something to, to say something right rather than mm-hmm. if it's a super senior person you might think like oh that's kind of they their have behavior a reason. Or they've learned yeah. it, that like they're they're mal- ill-intentioned or whatever but mm-hmm. for you're saying for for more junior folks like just kind of assume the best they're trying their best they may just not know that what yeah. they're doing is is like not okay yeah or needs to be slightly shifted or maybe mm-hmm. isn't required right now you know i think there's just a real uh, did you see that thread from like Marco Rogers where he talks about like not everybody has the concept of real talk mm-hmm. where you just sort of drop the premise and you just say what's happening I think mm-hmm. there's been a I've worked in like nice engineering organizations where people won't just yeah. level with you and be direct right. and so I come from a culture where you know being direct <laughs> critique a love language okay mm. my dad used to tell me <laughs> if I didn't love you I wouldn't tell you so and oh. I think there's not um, a lot of room for like I view critique as a loving action, you know, mm-hmm. and I think there's not if I didn't care, I wouldn't say anything, you know, yeah. I would just, you know, keep keep moving. Yeah, I think it's the difference between being kind and being nice, mm-hmm. right? Nice, you're mm-hmm. kind of just like trying not to rock the boat, but being kind mm-hmm. could be like, look, in these areas, you're doing great. And this is the one thing that's holding you back. And like, this yeah. is the perception people have of you. And so like, just try this yeah. thing instead, right? Yeah, that would save. I mean, if someone had done that to me, like, three, four years ago, I would have appreciated it so much. And I would have modified my behavior. I would have responded well mm-hmm. to that. Um, yeah. But that's not always the intervention that you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think people are afraid of having those difficult conversations for sure. So more training, yeah. perhaps. Mm-hmm. To run, yeah, run and that. also, the more you have a difficult conversation, the more you're like, eh, whatever. At least for me, I've, 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 for a long time, I would avoid conflict. But now I'm sort of like, eh, whatever, I'm gonna wait into it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, and people appreciate it. I think people really, mm-hmm. they they recognize that. I mean, even if you're like, I'm a little bit nervous to have this conversation and, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure how you're going to receive it. And that kind of helps mm-hmm. take off, like kind of smooth over, smooth over the com- yeah. conversation a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't, don't you want people to do well? I, I don't know. I feel like I'm also maybe cut from a different cloth where I am. I try to be highly engaged at work. I know not everybody is highly engaged at work. Some people are discontented. Some people are actively spreading that discontent, but my mind is sort of like, I get one time on this planet. So if I'm doing something, I want to be doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we don't, it, it's uh, time isn't a renewable resource. You know? so. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I love, yeah, yeah, I love your vision of, you know, it's not, it's not success if I'm the only one there. And so, Mm -mm. yeah, I I hope, I hope to, yeah, let me know if there's any way I can help you support more people. And and I definitely share that, share that vision. Yeah. Just bring a gang, bring a squad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me today. Of course. It's great to be here. Yeah. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Thanks for listening to Lead Time Chats. If you'd like to connect, share, and grow with other engineering leaders, join us at leadtime.range.co. Lead Time Community is a space for engineering leaders who aspire to create better working environments for their teams. Hope to see you there.